0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is Mia Clemens with Speak Up Ministry podcast, Um, and we are on episode seven today. And uh, the title of this is going to be called "Pause." Um, So this past Sunday, as we uh, were getting ready for church, my family and I were getting ready for church, trying to, you know, typical Sunday morning, get everything together rushing to try to get out the door, um, because one of us, my husband was having to serve, um, and right before, before we're fixing to walk out the door, Jackson, our youngest son, who's six, um, starts, he grabs up his, his Bible, um, and starts to ask us questions, um, and what could seem like the most inconvenient time for us, because, Okay, we were going to be late for church. We're going to be late um, to serve. Um, we got to be there early. Um, but let's just pause for a minute and see what he has to say. Um, so he started asking a lot of questions about Jesus, and you know, when did when did Jesus die? And you know, how did he die? And about heaven and you know, the enemy and all these questions where it was like, you know, these are the conversations that we need to be having with our children. Um, And it was more the fact that we were kind of waiting for him to get to that stage to where he would understand and start asking us, um, because we we never want to force anything on him or, you know, we want to make sure that he kind of understands um, the difference between, you know, Jesus and the enemy and heaven. And this this past Sunday was the first time that, you know, I actually told him what hell was. Um, and I know some people are like, how could you tell a six-year-old what hell is? Well, if I don't, then somebody else is. And I'd rather hear him hear it from me and his dad um, about the truth and what heaven and hell is and what that kind of represents then going out and hearing it from other kids or even other adults um, that may instill fear in him with that um, instead of recognizing it as there are two different places and these are the people that you know, that don't choose to follow God's word or believe in him, um, but they're all gonna have to answer to him one day. And so, you know, we took I think it was about fifteen or twenty minutes just to sit there, um, in our dining room and, you know, and we're like, Do you have any more questions? you know, not trying to rush him or anything and you could tell like the wheels were turning. Um and it was just phenomenal to see, you know, I, I wish when I was six years old that, A, I had grown up in a, you know, Christian home. Um, I mean, I guess you can say I did, but I wasn't involved in church. You know, we didn't go to church every week. Um, my, my family, you know, they weren't, um, you know, the, the, the Christian marriage that, you're supposed to portray with love and grace and forgiveness. Um, So it was very dysfunctional and very chaotic. Um, But to know that, you know, Christ still loves you no matter where you are in your life. Um, But for him to have that safe place to be like, hey, can I start asking these questions now? And so in the middle of service Sunday after we left um, and we went to church, um, we're in the middle of a worship song and, um, Holy Spirit just started to kind of download, you know, a bunch of stuff with that, um, that conversation that we had and there goes my dogs, um, that conversation that we had. And, um, so I started writing down all these notes and, you know, to be honest, like we have to be the voice over our children. And like I said, um, earlier, like if they don't hear it from us, Like they're going to hear it from someone else and who knows if it's going to be the truth or not. Um, But everything with social media and on TV and at schools and um, just even out on the streets, you know, everybody has their opinions now. Um, But is it, are they directing it back to what God's word says? Like what does God's word say? And that's what I was doing with Jackson, you know, about with the questions he was asking. I was pulling it up in scripture and breaking it down for a six-year-old to kind of comprehend and understand. um, Even with, you know, even what Jesus looks like, you know. And because they depict this picture of this, you know, tan middle eastern tan man with this brown hair and you know this blue eyes or whatever in reality like is that what the bible depicts in revelation like is that what they it is said that jesus looks like no and when i have to explain to him you know like he has white hair he has a sword coming from his mouth you know he's like what so it's w- teaching him the biblical truth on what Jesus really is and who he is um, for him to understand. And a lot of times, like the questions who you may, and even with your own kids, you may think, oh my gosh, if they start asking these questions, like I don't know the answers to these questions, that's okay. That's fine. And you can let them know, you know, you know, like, babe, buddy, you know, whatever you call your child. I don't know the question of that, but we'll sit down and we'll figure it out and we'll figure it out together. Like, it's okay. You've got to get uncomfortable because I'm not going to lie. Like some of the questions he was asking me for some reason, like it did make me uncomfortable. And I don't know if it's because this is a whole new season for us. And, you know, there's no playbook on at this age, this is when your child will start asking questions about, you know, the Lord. No. Um, So it's just random and just the Holy Spirit moving through him already at such a young age um, and within our home and having that safe environment. And, you know, him asking some of the questions, I had to get Um, out of my comfort zone and get uncomfortable because, you know, I still have a hard time and I, you know, my husband, we've discussed this many times. I still have a hard time speaking, um, biblically or spiritually with my husband. So it's okay, Lord, like, how am I going to respond to my child? Um, and, because you want you want to have the answers for them if they're coming to you asking these questions you want to have the answers you don't want to be like i don't know i don't know i don't know but that's also where a big part um plays on us on well what are we doing to get the knowledge are we are we staying rooted in the bible are we doing our quiet time are we you know digging into to the word and and what his word says that way, we can answer the questions that need to be answered. Um, And just having the conversation. Um, Pause and take the time when the questions are asked, and everything else can wait. Um, And that's what made me realize in that moment. Like, I had already started the car that morning, and I was like, you know what? Like, let, let me open up the garage door so the fumes get out, you know, we're not all done of the car fumes and I'm going to walk back in here and sit sit down with you so we can have this time um and because at the end of the day like we're talking about like my child's salvation and it, it may not be the right timing on our right timing you know we're trying to rush to get out the door um and it may be Rushing, you may not be rushing to get out the door for church, you may be rushing to get out the door for school or you know, for basketball practice or or baseball practice or dance or cheer, whatever it may be. But if your child starts to ask you questions about God, about Jesus, like you need to stop what you're doing and pause and not push them off because you may not get that opportunity again, they may see it as. Oh, well, they don't care enough about me to sit down and have this conversation or God's not important enough to have the conversation. So we're just not going to have it again. So I wanted to make it very clear, like, I'll be late to church. I'll be late to school or to work. If it's um, my child asking these questions um, for him to gain more knowledge to help him. God, his way closer and closer to where he can make that decision of he's going to accept Christ into his heart um and like I said you know you you don't you don't want to miss the opportunity if it's given to you um and another big thing with it is are you, are you, as a parent, like, are you living out what you're teaching? So I feel like me and Daniel, we don't get it right all the time um, at all. You know, I don't think any parent does. Um, but trying to, to have this um, peaceful Christian kingdom mindset, you know, environment in the home and outside of the home I know some people say, you know you go out inside you go outside the the four walls and everything's different. If only you knew what it was like inside the four walls. You hear a lot of kids say that and and that was something that I grew up with. Um, and that's not what we want. We want to represent Christ in our home, outside our home. We want to be the same person that we are inside our home and outside our home. We want to be the same parent inside the home that we are outside the home. So I think that plays a big role into, like, he is seeing us, like I said, we're not always getting it right, but sitting down and doing quiet time. And he knows that, like, hey, buddy, this is our quiet time. You can either join us or give us this time to not disturb us. Um, especially if it's early in the morning, if he gets up before we're done listening to worship music in the car, like we always have worship music in the car, um, having worship music at home, you know, um, going to church on Sundays, um, doing extra, extra things within the church and the community, um, for, and even outside the church, you know, um, in the grocery store, at the gas station, or at a restaurant, you know, paying it forward to the next person, you know, those genuine acts of service that he sees, um, I think it, it makes it easier for him to start living that kind of life too. Um, because kids like they're watching us and they're going to follow our example. And the biggest one, even after we left here Sunday and we went to church, you know, and we did make it for the pre-service for, um, if you serve and one of the songs that they were doing, um, it was Daniel, myself and Jackson that's how were lined up, um, on the back row. And, you know, his dad is raising his hands and, and praising God and worship and, Then i look over and Jackson's doing the same thing. So he knows like he adores his dad and he's going to imitate him like he wants to do what his father's doing. Um, So if you think that they're not paying attention and that they're not watching, um, then it's not true. Like they are watching us constantly. They're listening to the conversations that we're having um, inside our homes and outside our homes. And that's what they're going to start to emulate and um, start to become as they get older and older. So we definitely have to to be the example and set the example. Um, and again, when it comes to these kind of conversations, you know, about about Jesus and about God and the enemy and um, heaven and hell, like don't blame the church for not teaching your child this um because I almost went to that mindset when he didn't realize when I asked him a question about do you know what hell is and he didn't um and he just realized when I we had a conversation about the enemy and the enemy is the devil so in my head I wanted to revert back to well why is he learning this in church shouldn't he be learning this in church like, we take him to church every week. What you know? What are they teaching him? But at the end of the day, it's not the church's job to train up my child and teach my child in those ways. That is our job as parents to do that. Um, now, they are there to help guide them. The church is there to help guide them. But that is not their responsibility to sit down and have those conversations and teach your child those things. Um that is a parent's job and duty to do that. Um, and so some of the scripture that I had found um, was on Proverbs 22, 6. It says, direct your children onto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. And then De- Deuteronomy 6, um, 6 and 7 and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, and when you're going and when you are getting up and Again, I think that's something you know some parents may be like, "Well, I don't really know where to start um I know for us, we started with. Having Jackson kind of say blessing over our dinner and stuff at night, um, and then it would when we go to lay him down um, for bed, um, he would say a prayer. And at night, um, and and we would lay hands on we lay hands on him every night, and he prays. Um, and then if there's anything we need to add, especially if he's sick or anything, then we'll add on to that. Um, and then he started seeing us do quiet time and then he would just randomly start coming in there with his Bible to sit down and start doing his quiet time. And again, these aren't things that we've, we've pushed on him to do. Um, but it's things that he is seeing us do as parents. Um, and so again, like I said, if you just revert back to what scripture says, um, I'm trying to go back to it again, you know, talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up, it can't just be a Sunday morning discussion, you know, it can't just be, let's go to church, all right, we'll get out the door from the church, then we're not going to discuss the, have the conversations about what you learned or um, what you did until the next week, you know, this is a continual um, conversation that you have to have throughout the week with your child. And then again, learning, because the world is crazy. The world is chaotic. Most families right now are just, um, it just seems like we make all these excuses for reasons that we don't have time to do things. Um If anything, you've got to make time for your child when they start to come to you asking these kind of questions um, and pause for them so that they know that they're cared for and that you love them, but that you're showing your obedience and love for Christ as well. But that's all I've got today on the Speak Up Ministry podcast. I hope you like, share, and comment. And I'll see you again. Bye.